0: I am your guest, your host, Lillian Daniels. Thank you for waking up with me on this Saturday morning. Absolutely awesome. You're listening to the great radio show, Rainbow Soul, and you're listening to the Happy Me Radio Show. And during the Happy Me Radio Show, we discuss how to get you to a happy me, pain free, and able to participate in your favorite activities. Now, I started this show. And I started this program because I healed my own ACL tear without surgery or medical intervention. I provide coaching for people who have painful knees and guide them to naturally get to a happy knee. My knee is now pain, and I'm actually training for the New York City Marathon. This—if this is the kind of knee that you want—and you're listening, and your knee hurts right now—I highly recommend that you go visit the site and apply for a discovery session to figure out if a Happy Me program discussion is right for you. Um, it helps a lot of individuals, and that's really the goal of, you know, starting the radio show. So if you would like to call in, please call in at 914 338 069. Again, it's 914 338 0695. And if you're knee is right now, go visit thehappyknee.com, sign up for your discovery session where you get to speak with me one-on-one, and we work to get you to a happy me naturally. So I really look forward to hearing from you, and I hope you're having a great Saturday morning. So today's discussion uh, or topic going to be around the most dangerous sports for your knee. And it's kind of interesting that this falls on you know around the Olympics around the time of the Olympics so I'm actually quite excited that we're going to be discussing sports and your ACL, your knee um, and really making sure that it's healthy. And we'll add in a little bit of fun about the Olympics as well. So I wanted to make sure that We went over the most dangerous sports for your knee so that you can really kind of be aware when you are participating in these sports or if you like, you can avoid them however you wish to, you know, handle that. But most importantly, when we're working out, when we're looking to have a happy knee or have a knee that we can really count on and not have to worry about, it's important that we have information. And that's purely what I would provide for you guys. So we're going to start with what are the most dangerous sports? So what are the sports that most, like most injuries, like most ACL injuries occur? Um, and I'm sure a lot of you may guess, but still going to help, help a little bit. So there's basketball, then there's skiing, football, soccer. And I've realized now that it seems that tennis seems to be um a sport that a lot of my clients are encountering knee issues with. So those are really kind of the top culprits. And you want to kind of be aware of your body when you're participating in these sports. And so I think that's helpful to really kind of step back for a quick second and go over what are the acti- what are the moves like what are we what are we doing in our daily activity what are we doing in sports that are actually causing you know these these uh, injuries And so for ACL tear specifically, you can get an ACL tear from suddenly slowing down and changing direction so cutting so that's frequently found in basketball, football um, and soccer so it makes sense that because you can usually get, an ACL tear from suddenly slowing down and changing direction, that those sports would be seen as, you know, you see a lot of the ACL tears coming from those sports. And then also, the other way that other body movements that can cause an ACL tear is pivoting with your foot firmly planted. And I think it's extremely important to understand that ACL tears can come from... Like you don't need someone else to be involved with the injury. You can literally injure yourself by misstepping or misallocating uh, mis allocating your weight. So pivoting while you're firmly while your foot is firmly planted can also cause your ACL to tear and cause knee pain. Now. Landing from a jump incorrectly—that is also what can cause an ACL tear. And of course, you immediately would probably think of basketball. And one thing that I did not know about previously was how—I guess I was always not kind of intimidated by skiing. But when I got an injury from skiing in my knee. I was kind. Of, I understood a little bit better why and how you could hurt your knee, you know, through different activities. And so, that is more. I would say pivoting with your foot firmly planted because your feet are really just stuck in in your, you know, skis. And then you're just working on either the strength of your hips, the strength of your quads, the strength of your hamstrings. But you can absolutely, you know, slip into using your knees for <clears throat> support. And so another um, wait another movement that kind of gets you, you know, gets your knees hurt um, is stopping suddenly. And so I immediately think of soccer. So you're you know you're moving and you're gonna have to kind of watch out for stopping suddenly. And also of course, as we discussed last last week, it's important to note that women can be more prevalent to have ACL and knee issues, and this is usually due to um, structural as well as the lifting weight. so getting that strength in your knees so that well in in the muscles around your knees is most importantly because that's what you know you can control and what you can build. So work to really strengthen your knees, look out for you know protecting your knees as you participate in high high risk sports again are basketball, skiing, football, and tennis. And so how can you protect yourself? How can you walk around and not be constantly afraid of what will occur? And for me, it really is helpful to have a small brace that has straps and come like you're able to slip it on. So there are some braces that you kind of set your knee into, but there's other, there are other braces that are that actually serve as a sleeve. So depending on the stability of your knee, I would certainly try to get a brace that has a sleeve and if you are at low stability or you're doing a high-risk activity like basketball, skiing or soccer, um, I would use a brace that has, has straps as well as has a sleeve. And this works to really help provide you with additional support and guide your knee. Now, what's really helpful is that it kind of, it puts, it puts your knee and helps to secure it in line with the muscles around that are supporting it. So that's why when you're putting on your brace, make sure that it's well above your knee so you're not, you know, kind of misplacing it. A lot of the braces have a hole in them and that's where it's a pretty good indication, like you just follow that, and you'll be in a pretty good position in terms of making sure that your knee your knee brace is properly fit over your knee to protect you. So you don't have to completely quit these sports cold turkey, but it's important to understand that they are high risk and that it's best to participate in them with a knee brace on, especially if you've already had any knee pain. It really helps to redirect your knee and help it to focus and be in line. Now we're going to switch to Olymp- the Olympics. So during the Olympics, we have a- there's an opportunity to see so many awesome sports, and a lot of the sports that are out of war you see Competitors wearing knee braces. And I think this is just an indication of, you know, no matter what you do, not no matter what you do, but it's important to protect your knee. And, you know, it's something that can really affect your life long term. So, no matter what sport you're participating in, really be aware of okay, how am I moving that could put my knee in danger? And, keep a knee brace on hand, especially if you're doing high activities. Now, some of the sports, especially, um, you know, the Olympics is going on, some sports are actually pretty good for your knee. Now, I have never trained for the Olympics, and I'm sure that there are specific methods to training to help protect your knee. But some of the sports that they participate in, I found are extremely helpful in terms of building the strength of the muscles around my knee and helping to alleviate pain. Now we have cycling, swimming, and I added in water polo, but that's pretty much under the umbrella of swimming. Now, cycling and swimming, I really wanted to pinpoint because those are activities that are literally great for your knee and help to get a great cardio workout. So the cycling similar to when you're in recovery from an ACL tear or an injury, it helps to improve your range of motion. And so I recommend as an alternative, or say you like to play basketball three times a week or four times a week, switch in biking a little bit or switch in a spin class if you can. Um, I highly recommend, you know, it doesn't have to be a spin class, but most importantly, you know, working on a bike where you're engaging the muscles above your knee and strengthening them, as well as the hamstring. So participate in some cycling. You don't have to train for the Olympics, but it'll be very helpful. And now with swimming. So with swimming, it's absolutely awesome. So you see that you're not, you're kind of, I not want to say you're doing yoga in the pool, but you're getting a full-body workout. You're getting a full-body workout. You're really getting your heart rate up. And most importantly, you're doing all of this without putting pressure on your knee. And so there's a lot of different swimming strokes that you can do, and they vary with degree in terms of how much they help your knee or your entire body and the workout that you're getting. So there's backstroke, there's freestyle, and there's my favorite, butterfly. So let's start with my favorite. So with butterfly, I think that's the most rigorous, you know, swimming stroke. With that, you're really kind of out of the water, and you will get pretty much tired. I think it's the equivalent to doing a sprint. So you have butterfly, and then with backstroke, just added that in there. I don't. I did. I, I did. I did competitive racing, but it kind of got in the way of you know swimming. Like sometimes that you like, why is the water? You know, you're kind of pushing water back in your face. So I would just avoid that. But if you if you like it, do it. Um, and then butterfly. Butterfly really helps to strengthen the hips, especially if you can get down the um, the movement of your legs, and so that can be tricky. But if you got it many, many kudos to you. And then of course, last but not least, you have freestyle. And freestyle is absolutely awesome. There's different ways that you can figure out how to get a better workout as well as the movement of your arms to, get a, to move through the water quicker. So for example, say you're swimming and you're bringing your arm around like to your side as opposed to bringing it close to your body bringing your bring your arm close to your body as you swim it gets you um, further and faster in the pool um, I asked Michael Phelps, he told me so, it's true just kidding but, um, but yeah, so do swimming and cycling and in terms of, you know, for the sake of the Olympics those are things that you don't have to be an Olympian but they can keep you in awesome shape and actually help your knee as opposed to hurting your knee. And that's what we all love. And so moving on to, um, let's see, some other activities, just to not be, you know, constrained, the Olympics, two that stuck out were weightlifting and gymnastics. And so with gymnastics, I'm just going to say the equivalent might be yoga. I'm just going to say, you know, switch out gymnastics for yoga. I was always tall, so I didn't get to participate but um, I did do yoga and you can too and that will help immensely with your knees and then secondly with relation to knees what stuck out was weightlifting and so I don't know if you guys have been keeping up but I believe there is an American weightlifter and he won and it turns out that he's vegan and I guess that that caused a great deal um, of commotion and everyone like, oh gosh, that's awesome, right? And I think what's interesting to note there is that, you know, as an Olympian, as someone that works out, as someone, as a human being, you know, what you eat really, really matters and really affects what your body can do. And it contributes to, you know, the actual limits on your body. And so I know that Sometimes, we'll say, you know, different parts of the world, just because of their diet, it really affects how they're able to perform. And just pretty much basic in terms of environment, not so much diet. But I know I grew up in northern, um, eastern, north, northeastern region of, you know, America. And so when I would run track, and there would be, you know, the state southern, like, below North, um, north Carolina – I would just feel like they had an advantage because they had the opportunity to, you know, race and run in, warm, in a warm climate, whereas, you know, I had the opportunity to kind of battle with the snow when I had to do a workout. So be aware of, I say all that, just to be aware of the impact of environment on your body and really understand that you are, like, you, you know ultimately how your body's reacting to specific foods, specific workouts um, and you know different different activities so be conscious of that, and all of these these tips are really there here to help you better navigate that so um I definitely want to make sure that if there's anyone out there that has a knee injury right now, be sure to visit thehappyknee.com. And I started this program, this radio show, because I healed my own ACL tear without surgery or medical intervention. And I provide coaching for people who have knee knee pain. And I guide them to a happy knee naturally. So many clients have chronic knee pain, have had ACL tears, um, or have ACL tears and don't and want to consider a non-surgical um, route, and that's really what I help you accomplish. So getting to an active knee. Now I don't know if you're going to make it to the Olympics, but you will be able to, you know, do yoga, work out, and get back to your old self and really move fearlessly. So that's what we want to do. That's what life is really about: being able to do your favorite things, spend time with your favorite people. So visit thehappyknee.com, sign up for your discovery session, and we can start getting you coached on your happy knee. And if you want, also to also visit and pick your three keys to a happy knee, and that's my key, my, my gift to you. And it's helped a lot of individuals relieve their knee pain in a very short period of time. And the goal of that, that guide the three keys to a happy knee which you can find at thehappyknee.com to really equip you and empower you um if you have knee pain so you don't have to you know look kind of like you don't have to freak out because i know when i hurt my knee i freaked out but with those three tips that i provide you with it will empower you it will inform you and most importantly it will get you knee um pain get you a pain-free knee and so back to the Olympics. And so I can't end without talking about track and field. So track and field really covers a great deal. You have the jumping, you have curling, you have you the know, running, the short distance, and you have long distance. And there are some things that you can pull out of that. For example, the jumping and triple jump. So I remember I had to do the triple jump as well as the 400 hurdles when I would would compete um, in track and field. And I eventually had to get rid of triple jump because of, you know, the impact on my knee. And this was in high school. So I was really surprised at the fact that I had any pain at all. All I knew was that I had about five activities to do you know, during a competition, I did 200, the 100, um, 400, the 400 hurdles, and we'd probably do a relay. And then I had to do the triple jump. And it seemed that every time I had to do the triple jump, you know, I would get some instability. And so I'm not doing anything close to the triple jump now, but I think that's really an example of listen to your body. If you think something is wrong, you are probably right. And not not to freak you out, but just to empower you to really respect your opinion, really respect your intuition and your gut feeling. And that will be huge. I would say about 70% in your knee recovery. So get used to really listening to your body. And, you know, in terms of going over sports that really cause knee pain or really cause ACL tears, understanding that, okay, these are sports that or activities that if I participate in, I could hurt my knee, and just preparing for them and being ready to take the needed precautions. So it might be not participating or playing with, playing with a team that's super competitive where you know, okay, they're going to push me to kind of be un, unstable with my knee. You know, especially like say you're playing basketball. Um, it might be knowing that, okay, I'm going to go play tennis. Let me put on my knee braids so that when I go out there, my knee is protected and that it's kind of a little bit of a reminder consciously and subconsciously that I need to protect my knee. And then what's even better is gravitating to and participating in sports, and activities that are really, literally good for your need. And so we kind of skimmed over gymnastics, and I wanted to compare it to um, yoga, which is something more consistent that you would do on a regular basis um, as opposed to a floor routine. But the yoga is absolutely helpful, and, like, I think one thing that really strikes anyone that watches the gymnastics is that, absolute strength and um, like their posture and those things can be built up through doing yoga and when connecting it to your knee health it's extremely helpful to build up the muscles around your knee as well as strengthening the other areas of your body so it's okay to you know, do push-ups and everything else that really helps to strengthen your body and, you know, you can even work against your own weight. You don't necessarily have to go to a gym. And I think that's really awesome with yoga where frequently what I found is I was like, okay, I have to go to the gym to work out. But as we, you know, come up short with time, it's really, really helpful to be able to have a few yoga moves that you're like, okay, I can do this ten minute or I can do this seven minute routine in the morning and it will and it will still wake up my body. And so in order to get a sweat you'll have to do additional yoga is absolutely great for that in terms of strengthening your body. So make sure that you visit thehappyme.com and sign up because we're going to have some awesome things coming within the next week. Um, and that's going to be including a little in a little over a week, I'm going to start including some more information on yoga and what you can do to strengthen your knee and what you can do what yoga moves you can do to really kind of substitute for a workout so if you're not able to make it to the gym now i can't promise you um you know gymnastics and olympic level performance but i can guarantee you that you'll be able to move more consciously and be more mindful and happier because it's all connected. So, again, make sure that you visit thehappyknee.com. Get your gift of the three keys to a happy knee. Like, if you have knee pain right now, don't hesitate to get, you know, pain-free. Like, there is literally a gift at my site that once you sign up, you'll be able to be directed on how to take care of your knee. And in addition to that, if you have knee pain, definitely sign up for a discovery session. I started this radio show because I healed my knee without surgery and medical assistance, and I really wanted to help others do the same. And so now that I've done that, um, many of my clients have found that they feel more empowered, they're able to move pain-free, and they're really able to work out. And those are really factors that contribute to having a, full and high-quality life. You don't have to miss out on activities. You don't have to, you know, um, stop working out. And so really make sure you visit thehappyme.com, sign up for your discovery session, which is a one-on-one with me, and we can discuss coaching options if you like. Um, And it's just really been very helpful. I've been so, so happy in terms of the results that my clients have experienced. And, the new—I don't want to say new life—but uh, I think that that's pretty much that's what I experienced, kind of what I've heard from them. And so I really want you, if you have any pain, to please certainly reach out and don't don't endure it anymore. It's not something you have to get used to. It's not normal, and there are natural solutions that you can do. So today we had the opportunity to discuss sports and how they affect your knee health. So, when you're playing basketball, when you're skiing, when you're playing football, soccer and tennis protect your knee. Be aware of the fact that those are really high-risk activities. And alternatives that you can do are swimming, yoga, and doing other exercises. So. Really be aware of how you can protect your knee. Keep your knee brace on hand, especially if you like to participate in any of the high-risk activities. And just really feel empowered. Like, you have the power over your knee. And I hope that you are all very, very well. And you have a great, great weekend. So, again, this is Lillian Daniels on the Happy Knee Radio Show. I provide consulting on knee health and knee care. Visit thehappyknee.com to learn more, sign up for a discovery session, and make sure that you get your gift on thehappyknee.com to help relieve your pain now. Do not live with knee pain. It is not normal. It is not something that you have to endure and really break free of your knee pain. Get in control. So I look forward to hearing, speaking with you guys next week. And as we discussed, more solutions to your knee and all things that have to do with the happy knee. I hope that you all have a great weekend, and I look forward to speaking to you soon.